All right. So I have Angelica Garcia with me uh, to for this interview for the class. Um, we're going to start out. Angelica, um, can you tell me where you're from, uh, the country, the, the region of origin, and some of your family history? Well, I'm originally from Mexico, um, northern western part of Mexico. Um, the state is called Sinaloa, Mexico. And my family's originally from there. We, my mom came out here when I was, she, she brought us here when I was eight years old. And we have been here ever since. Most of our, my extended family is still in that area. So it's just basically my immediate family here. And that includes mom and brother and sister, some uncles. Who is mom, some uncles? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, are you an immigrant? If so, when did you arrive in the U.S.? So you wouldn't be considered an immigrant, would you? Yes. So I you are. I immigrated here when I was eight years old. Okay, so you... Mm -hmm. Eight. And did you live in Beerstown the whole time? No, I actually grew up in California. Where at in California? Los Angeles area. So what brought you here, if you don't mind me asking? To Beerstown? Um, my mom got recruited to one of the meat processing plants. And um, she accepted and she came up here. It was a difficult transition for all of us. Right. Mm -hmm. And we were still young when she moved out here. I was still in high school. I had just graduated high school, but my siblings were still in school. So she came here and I stayed there caring for them. How many siblings did you have? A brother and a sister both younger and where are they now my brother lives in Minnesota and he works for one of the JBS plants and my sister lives in Bloomington so we kind of scattered away but your mom is still here she lives in Monmouth and she still works at one of the plants for Smithfield. Okay, what is your level of education? University. What, is that a bachelor's degree? I'm working towards my bachelor's. Okay. And then how far did your mom go? Second grade. Really? And she taught herself how to read and write and do everything she knows right now. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. um, past and current professions. I'm a project manager uh, currently, but previously I've always been in human resources and staffing and recruiting. 
So you know two languages. Yes. Uh, the question is, where did you learn the two languages? And then what language do your parents speak? So my primary language is Spanish. That's my, my mom's primary language. Um, my secondary language, of course, is English, and I learned that through school. Um, I, I came here when I was eight, so I started the school system here, third grade. You started learning English in third grade. What was the role of the school in learning the two languages? So what was in learning English, what was the role of the school? I think at that time, the, the role of the school was uh, very minimal. Uh, a lot of the classes were mostly in English. Um, so I felt a bit helpless because I was coming to a foreign country, to a foreign language. Um, so I felt lost most of the time. I bet you did. <laughs> yes. Did you enter any type of a language program? I think there was, um, if I remember correctly, there were some classes, or I, I believe some of the teachers saw me struggling so much with learning the English language that they would uh, set me aside and try to explain to me in my native language what some of the, the curriculum or the material was. So that was it helpful and I do remember those teachers very fondly by the way <laughs> that is I was gonna be my next question <laughs> very fondly. I think that's a, a hope of all teachers what was the role of the family in your language development in my fam of my family, mm -hmm. um, it was very minimal. My mom, uh, being a her education being only in second grade, there was not much she could provide. And being a single parent, uh, her responsibility was to mainly go to work, provide, and make sure that we had food on the table and a shelter over our heads. So there was no help in that regard. What about in the, the community itself in California? No. Um, I don't think, it, from what I remember, my, my mom was never very involved in the community because her focus was mostly, she worked uh, various jobs, so she kept very busy. So we were kind of secluded or sheltered from within the community, so there was not much involvement. And plus, it, it was such a big city that um, there wasn't, I, I don't know, I think she just wanted to make sure that we stayed within ourselves and just do the best that we could at that time. Okay, uh, number eight is what, what, what are or were the factors that favored the learning speaking of, of the languages? So what, was there anything that helped you? The teachers were very helpful. Um, and because I don't think, I didn't have much of a social life at that age. Mm -hmm. uh, my safety net was school. 
and I cared about learning, so I tried very hard to um, try to learn the language. Um, so which factors hindered that? I'm sorry? Which factors hindered you from learning English when you were younger? Or what struggles did well, you face? Well, um, my personal struggles were that I was a very shy individual. I was a little, uh, I was shy. Um, I, I didn't socialize very well. So that may, meant that I couldn't practice it. So it took me a long time to learn it. It took me a lot longer. Um, I struggled with learn not only lo learning the language, um, but the material that was being taught was also foreign. And, and I worried that that would keep me behind. In a way it did, I believe. So it took me, it was a, uh, it was a lot harder for me to stay um, up to speed with everything that was trying to be taught and stay stay at the same level that other children. But like I said, uh, like I mentioned before, there were a lot of teachers who actually um, saw my struggle and took it upon themselves to help me individually and help me, um, encouraged me to you know continue learning or ask questions if I needed to. And they were my go-to uh, people. So what language do your daughters speak? They speak both languages. Both of them? Mm-hmm. Do you, do you just have the two? Or do you have yes. more that I don't know about? No, just okay. the two. They speak both languages? Uh-huh. Uh, fluently? Yes. So what do you speak at home with your children? Both. But I try to emphasize the Spanish just because of our culture. Although, they refuse. <laughs> Do they? <laughs> yes, because now as they get older, English comes more natural, and that's all they speak around school, and and it just becomes easier. Okay, so there's a debate. I don't. I kind of hit on this a little bit when I was. There's a big debate in California and Arizona uh, on different propositions that are being passed legally on how to teach ESL students. And some of it really comes down to this push of, push of immersion. Um, so do you feel like that is a proper way to, to they're saying, that immerse the kid completely uh, and then watch them grow? Or do you think it's better, is there a better way? I, I feel that when the, the child is younger, a dual program is very helpful because the child can still relate to their native language and can actually understand the concepts that are being taught without falling behind, uh, without feeling too, what's the word I'm looking for, foreign to the country or lost. Um, but I, I believe that as students become, uh, when they're younger, they're a lot more adaptable and they lo learn a lot faster. Um, as they get a little bit older, the retention uh, becomes a little bit more difficult, but that's when I feel that maybe the f um, full English would probably help be more helpful because they would be forced to learn a little bit quicker. 
So if you were going to go immersion, you would say do it as the child is older? Yes. But you would recommend a dual program? When they're younger, yes, for their socializing and adaptability skills. Do you remember Mr. Cottle? Did you know him very well? Yes. So anytime someone said the word immersion around him, he would always, I, I mean, that's what I remember. Submersion? You mean submersion? Like you submerge somebody in water? That's what you want to do? He always made a big deal. Anytime someone said the word immersion, you could hear, just hear him go, it's submersion. It's not. Um, so you are raising your children to be bi bilingual as well. What language? We answered that one's on here twice. Spanish. So did you find it easier to teach them when they were younger? I'm sorry? Did You said that it was easier when they were younger to learn. Is that your personal experience? Oh, yeah. It's a lot easier for kids to learn when they're younger. Um, I mean, they're like sponges. They, they learn and adapt very quickly. Um, but, for example, for a child that is being, that is migrating from one country to another, um, I, I think that it's important to recognize that the child is going to a traumatic experience leaving their native country to come to something t uh, completely different. Um, they, they no longer see their friends, they no longer see their peers, their families, um, and they have to adapt to a new way of living. So kind, I think that welcome, having some sort of, um, what's the word I'm trying to use? Something that they're familiar with, with um, it would be easier for them to, in their development, in my, in my opinion. It would have helped me. Oh, sure. Although a lot of the children in, I mean, 90% of the population probably in California is Hispanic. I, uh, a lot of the children that are in those schools, they refuse to speak their own native language. So hmm. it was even tougher because they don't welcome people that have accents and they don't welcome people that <laughs> don't speak English. So they're not very open to that. That is interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay, so... A lot of the things that we're learning about is like, it's called language, um, essentially where a language can be lost. There's like 700 different languages and we lose like one every three months. Mm -hmm. uh, do you ever fear, or, or, or also that would go along with, you know, how you were upbringing, do you, do you worry with your own girls that, that they will lose any of your heritage or your culture? Yes, that crosses my mind, um, but I think ultimately is my responsibility as a parent to make sure that they maintain those traditions um, that they know about our culture. And I also know that um, the high school here has done a great job in trying to keep um, those traditions or, in, you know, um, Respect and represent all the cultures that are in this community. Thank you. So I have always appreciated that. They say that it, it takes three generations. Like when, some, when a family moves here, three generations for that to be lost. Yes. Does that, I mean, it, when you hear that, does that, yes. does that worry you? Mm -hmm. Does yes. that make sense? Yes, it, or? it does make sense because... In my situation, um, we are very far from our native culture. And 
the only one that we can relate it to is my mother and mm-hmm. we are second generation and i can tell you i have i i have coming here from eight years old i feel that i'm more americanized than i care than than my own culture at times because i have learned and absorbed the american way and so now that my daughter i have my daughters i feel that that's even gonna <laughs> that's even in bigger jeopardy right now Um, so just to, at the school, have you noticed a difference in the education that your older daughter received versus the education that your younger daughter receives now? Like when, when your older daughter was in starting high school, is it the same? Are there differences? Well, the, di- the obvious reason is that it's all remote, uh, right, right now because of COVID and that has taken a toll, I'm sure on everybody. Um, on on the socializing skills for kids, and I can't imagine what it's doing to them emotionally. Um, but that's a that's a big difference. That's a big factor. And I know that a school doesn't go as long as normally it would during the day. And mm-hmm. I think and I know that Fridays are are also cleaning day, and those are I think it's just valuable time that kids are not. At, um, that are losing because they're not at school learning. So yes, I, I'm not necessarily thinking, saying that the, the, the value of what's being taught is being lost, but just the time where students, where students can be present at school learning those things has really changed. And I don't know if it's, I think the dual program, the dual language program stops at high school level right they stop well we we have different language facilitators in fifth Ah. and sixth grade Uh, it's not necessarily a dual program Um, like they have completely dual program at guard uh, up through third grade I think and then they they've got like in each grade for us we've got a special ed teacher a language facilitator and then regular ed students and so but after seventh grade that does stop now we do have other things for because because now kids are changing classes at seventh and eighth grade so we have, again, we have probably two at the junior high and two at the high school student teachers who just teach ESL classes. Okay, okay. Um, so there's differences in them. What do you think, do you think, would if, take COVID out of the picture, what does the school need to do differently? Is there something the school needs to do differently? Um... I think they're doing a great job trying to make the best out of this situation. Um, I would like to see the the students. Uh, well, I can't really say that because uh, unless we they they come back fully present, mm-hmm. physically fr- present, I would not want them to have more. Um, homework assigned because it just takes so much when they're at home and they're glued to a computer or a laptop and i know that that's the that becomes a big issue when you know trying to eliminate the social media or electronics from Mm -hmm. the home life but if it was uh, where they 
could come back to school full time, I would want that uh, same routine back. I feel that that's very helpful for kids and just the amount of time they're here helps them learn. I don't want them to fall behind because I'm pretty sure that's... Oh, there's a curve in there. Yeah. Do you have any other thoughts that you just want to share? You don't have to. Just about anything we've talked about. You know, English is a second language. Yeah, or just how you were raised or brought or how you're raising your daughters or just anything else you want to... You don't, there doesn't no. have to be anything. Just no, more of a... I appreciate that. All right, I'm going to...